Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to the last episode of season one of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsaya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on Instagram or TikTok. Today, oh, okay, today is a really heavy day in history. So this is one of the rare moments that I'm actually recording an episode of the podcast in real time. So I'm recording this on Thursday, February. Oh my gosh, phone, tell me what it is. Thursday, February 24th. I'm sure everybody knows about what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine. And I I don't watch the news. Um, people actually had to tell me <laughs> about what was going on because I don't I avoid it at all time at all costs ever since 2020 hit I was basically like okay you know what my anxiety cannot deal with this so peace out Girl Scout I'm done and then through that time of not um, watching the news is when I really became super spiritually connected and I started to focus a lot on oneness and more humanitarian efforts and um, just wanting to create abundance and abundance of joy and abundance of peace and abundance of love. A big reason why I started this podcast was to share the love of Jesus. I just wanted everybody to experience him the way that I've experienced him. I've experienced Jesus in total perfect love and to see what's going on in our society today just our global society is beyond beyond heartbreaking I have literally been sitting on my couch crying for the past hour which is not good because I had my um, mother drive all the way up here like an hour away to come to my house to take my kids out so that I could record this episode of the podcast and I spent all of it crying and praying and casting spells for the highest possible outcome during this situation with Russia and the Ukraine. But um, anyway, I think it's really appropriate that this week I am recording this episode and very appropriate that today on a day that I am personally, I don't know if you hear it in my voice, maybe I'm not as confident as I usually sound. um, I'm pretty scared about the world. I I didn't know what to say to my kid when he woke up today, when he like you know, like, ask me what's going on in the world, because you know his Sagittariusness, like, just knew <laughs> global affairs. Um, I've been shuffling tarot cards as I was recording, and I just had the High Priestess and the Queen of Pentacles pop out, so I just, I need to step back into my confidence. These are two cards that pop out to me a lot when I'm dealing with confidence or not trusting my intuition, but anyway... It's very ironic that we are recording this episode today. We're having our discussion about faith over fear on a day where I am really feeling fearful um, and really needing this reminder myself. So without further ado, let's jump into our Faith Without Fear episode. A lot of people ask me, what do I think 
the first step in becoming a Jesus witch is? And the answer is not as glamorous as people may think, (laughs) at least in my opinion. I think it's kind of a dull answer, but it's also a really heavy and truly important answer because this will become the foundation of your practice and this will become the foundation of your faith and who you know yourself to be in Christ. And I say, I give this particular answer because when I have, I've, I've, oof, uh, I've had it lately with the, uh, the evangelicals on TikTok. I literally just got banned from going live until March 3rd because evangelicals kept reporting my page as harassment and bullying um, when it's, honestly the other way around as we can all imagine um but the reason that this doesn't bother me is because my first step in my deconstruction process and in my um becoming a jesus witch process was learning how to have faith without fear i think having faith without fear without the fear of hell without the fear of your practice being a sin without the fear of your life being a sin without any sort of fear removing any fear shame guilt doubt anxiety away from your faith that is the most important part about being a Jesus witch because if you are not confident in Christ and who you are in Christ anybody anywhere will be able to knock your faith down with a couple of words and a couple of extremely mistranslated bible verses how do you take the fear out of your faith Now, this is a heavy question and it's individual to every person. I'm going to share with you what worked for me and how I removed all fear out of my faith. Um, But my process may not be similar to yours. And in season two, I am planning on doing a religious trauma episode. So that's going to go a little bit more in depth with healing and different ways to heal from religious trauma and just create a more open dialogue on that for Jesus witches. Um... But today I'm going to be sharing how I took the fear out of my own faith. So firstly, I should say, I've always been very connected to who God is. And not who the church taught me him to be, right? I've just always been very connected with the love of God. And I remember being in like, I don't know, like second or third grade and even then saying, I don't believe in hell. I think God, you know, loves all people. And obviously my Catholic church did not vibe with that. But I have always had this understanding between me and him that he is perfect love. And I feel like I was able to experience the amount of religious trauma that I was that I did experience um, so that I could better serve this community. I think everything that's happened to me in my life, I can trace back to becoming who I am today so that I could serve this community, but I digress. Um, For me, taking the faith or taking the fear out of my faith was a lot about becoming that child again. I allowed my faith to become distorted by the cult church that I was in. Um, That was really, truly the only point in my life that I thought that not everybody went to heaven. And that was the first time I ever questioned, you know, the um, ever-present love of God, if that makes sense. Like, you know, I I made, basically I I made him into a a conditional God. That if you do X, Y, Z and you act X, Y, Z and you're baptized into this particular church, 
you're saved and that's the only way to do it kind of thing. And that was the only time in my life that I ever really... And now a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show. I absolutely love Christian witchery, reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level. My passion for him and sharing his truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast. But if this podcast isn't enough, your soul is hungry for more and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ, I offer Christian witch coaching sessions so that I can help you on your journey to Christ. During our sessions together, I would help you to create biblically-based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. A birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily Happy Mail intuitively created based on your birth chart personalized notes about your specific birth chart and an option to receive a recording of the call. I also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements. To learn more about the readings that I offer and pricings for each, click the link in the show notes page. In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co, you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the MyYL link in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10 minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so I can create a custom oil blend just for you. Speaking of essential oils, I also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co. shop. Click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well. Last but not least, you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and now let's get back to our show truly thought that and you know it wasn't a long period of time it was maybe like three-ish years but it was still incredibly incredibly damaging Um, and I had to work myself backwards out of that because for a while I felt really played by God. I felt like, why would you lead me into this church, right? This like place, this cult, um, just for me to be taught like the wrong thing about you. 
and now I realize why, you know, several years later being out and being able to look back and, you know, see what I'm doing now and realizing why I experienced that trauma, I get it. But at the time, it was really hard to go through that because I felt like I felt abandoned by God. I felt like he kind of just dropped me off at this church. I was like, see you later, dude. Have fun. I'll catch you on the flippity flip. Like, that's really what I felt like. Um, but I realized that wasn't, that wasn't the case. And maybe this is just how I justify my own trauma. Um, but there's a book in the Bible called Job. J-O-B. I thought it was Job for the longest time, but then I realized it was Job. <laughs> but anyway, um, essentially, God allows Job to be tested um, and for his faith to be tested, for all of his property to be taken, his wife, his children to die. Like, Job loses everything, and he's still a faithful servant of the Lord. Um, and I think some of us, our religious traumas are Job moments where God's giving us the permission to learn how to have faith in our own ways. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how that looks like for you. I've, I've discovered that even non-Christian witches listen to this podcast. Like, what's up? Um, but that this is helping other people heal their religious trauma. So maybe for you. Part of like healing your religious trauma and part of what God wanted you to go like go through and he want the conclusion he wanted you to get to was to work with the gods and goddesses that you do now. And again, this is just how I think. This is just what I personally believe. And if you don't believe that, that's okay. If that message doesn't resonate with you, then that's okay. We don't all have to feel the same way about God. You know, the idea, the whole purpose of God is to explore, is to wonder, is to connect with our divine creation and experience the divinity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit within ourselves, within our own vessels. Now, I know the Bible is not the best <laughs> unfortunately it's kind of an unreliable source because of the way that man has twisted it we do not have an original copy of the bible the closest thing to an original copy of the bible would be the torah but that does not include the new testament or anything about jesus and unfortunately that same mistranslated bible is probably what was used to create the fear that's embedded in your faith and I think one of the best ways to overcome fear within the Christian faith is to reclaim the Bible for what it is, a book of love. Um, so I'm going to talk about a couple of verses that really stick out to me, that really make me feel very secure within my faith and with who I am as a, as a child of Christ. And um, they're the ones that I think about when... People start to harass me for how I feel, right, or how I look at God. And when people start to tell me, oh, you're going to go to hell. And oh, because of the way you're teaching others, you're going to be sending others to hell. I don't believe in hell. So you're, you're trying to send me to an imaginary place, my friend. Um, and that's another episode we have to do someday is, is talk about hell in the afterlife. But, well, actually, we are going to be doing an episode like that in season two. I actually have my friend. Her name is Shea Grillo. You may know her from TikTok. Okay, she does awesome past life readings. And I am so excited because she agreed to come on the podcast and talk about reincarnation with us. And I'm going to talk about, like, the biblical aspects of reincarnation. She's going to talk about, like, the physicality of it. Like, what's the ins and outs? And it's going to be really cool to listen to. But... 
Anyway, you know, people try to add their fear, the fear that they have into my faith. And the way that I combat that is with the Bible. The same book that they're trying to condemn me with, I have reclaimed, made my own, and found Jesus' truth in it. So I'm going to share some of the truth that I found in it that resonates with me, and I hope it resonates with you, and it helps you work through some of your religious trauma and helps you to create a faith that is built on a lack of fear, a faith that's built on trust and not on fear. When I think about Bible verses that really call me to cast the fear out of my faith, the first one that comes to mind is 1 John 4.18. This verse says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made in perfect love. So, what does that tell you? That's one that I... (laughs) I never read while I was in the church. I had to specifically look for verses, right? When I was deconstructing my faith, I was specifically looking for verses that would help drive that fear out. And this one was one of the first ones I found. And I remember it like absolutely blowing my mind because if perfect love dries out fear because fear has to do with punishment, why is the Christian faith based so much around fearing God and being sent to hell? Does that make sense to you? That does not make sense to me. And this was a huge like crack in that way of thinking for me because Right here, we are being called to not have fear because if we're fearing things, the only thing we're being afraid of is being punished. I don't think the whole point of the Christian faith is to fear being punished, right? I think the whole point of the Christian faith is to love one another, to love Jesus, to love like Jesus did, to give like Jesus did. So when we're having these um, fears and anxieties in our faith, they are coming from a place of fearing punishment because that is what the church told us. And if we read like literally two verses up in 1 John uh, 4.16, it says, and so, oh, that is so cool. Okay, cool. We got a little sale on Etsy right now. Oh, um, so I have a sale going on until the end of this month. So when this podcast episode comes out, there will still be one day left to grab 10% off of anything that I sell on my Etsy shop. I'm doing like a site-wide sale for the end of February. Um, so somebody just grabbed a mother goddess oil. So yay, I can't wait to package that up for you. Okay, anyway. Sorry, that distracted me because I had like the notification on and everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if we look at 1 John four sixteen, it says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love and lives in God and God lives in them. In that verse, is there anything that says, like, God only loves people who do, does X, Y, Z. God only loves Christians. God only loves people who love him. Does it say that? No. It says that God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. There are no conditions that apply to being a child of God except 
for living in love. Let all the things you do, do in great love. That verse right there, 1 Corinthians 16.4, okay? At the end of the day, all God cares about is love. So why are we fearing somebody who is supposedly perfect love? If he is here to cast out our fears, and the only reason that we have fear is the fear of being punished, why are we still having fear? Because God is saying, like, hey, I am love. Like, don't fear being punished. Just love. Like, that's all he's asking for. Like, another really powerful verse for me is for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. There is nothing in creation that can separate us from the love of of God that is in Christ Jesus. And that verse is Romans 8, 38 through 39. Why did Jesus die? Jesus died so that we could all have access to the Father. He was a political and religious rebel who said not only do the Pharisees and the temple leaders have direct and daily access to God, but you and I do too. And in fact, he said, we are part of the divine. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. All we have to do is recognize the peace of divinity that lives within us. He, Jesus, was so connected to the Father. He was so connected to his love. He knew who the Father was. He knew how much the Father loved him and how much the Father loves each and every one of us. There is nothing in creation, in life, in death, in anything that can separate us from the love that is God. There is no reason to fear God. Because even after death, you are in his hands. Like, this faith without fear really does, like, entwine a lot with my personal beliefs on hell. I don't believe in hell. I do not. I believe in a dark place where low vibrational creatures go. Um, so in the Bible, that would be compared to Sheol. Um, but I do not believe that human souls go there. Um, and it even says in Psalm 23, David says, like, even if I'm in Sheol, even if I make my bed down in Sheol, your love will still find me. So for me, it's impossible to believe in a loving God and believe in Jesus Christ and also simultane simultaneously believe in hell. Because it's very apparent in the verses that they want to keep away from us, in the verses that they don't want us to focus on, it's very apparent that even after death, no matter where you end up, which, like, again, we'll talk about this with Shea, but I believe in reincarnation, so I think we all end up in the same place and then over and over again. Um, but even after death, you're with God, no matter who you are. You're with Source. You're with that love. That's our birthright. Our birthright is to go back home after we die because at the end of the day we are just souls having a human experience we are a part of divinity having a human experience um 
and a big part of that human experience is to remove the fear that has been implanted in our faith so we can connect to our higher selves and to our souls and we can complete our missions here on earth. There is one more verse that I want to discuss with you. But before I do that, I've been shuffling my tarot cards, um, just getting different vibes from God and like kind of seeing how he feels about this whole episode. You know, I always want to make sure the things that I'm doing are permissible by him and that I'm stepping, I'm walking in step with the spirit and where the spirit wants me to go. And I, I pulled out the devil card. And for me, the devil card is like highly associated with Yahweh, with Hashem, whatever name you want to give him, um, with Adonai. Um, it is very closely associated with him because the devil is all about giving up control and learning how to surrender. And I feel like this, this card popping out right now, especially after I went on that whole rant about how God is love and how even after death you're always with him, I feel like God is asking us to give up the control that the church has over our faith. And to really surrender to him. Surrender our faith to him and say, listen, I'm stepping out in pure faith. I'm asking you to remove the fear from it. And it's not like it's going to be a magical process. It may be a magical process for you where one day you wake up and you don't fear these things anymore. But maybe for you it, it might be working through your religious trauma on a more daily basis. Just know that God wants you to work through this. He wants to help you work through this. And he wants to help you give up control so that you could start thinking about him the way that he wants to be seen and not the way that the church wants him to be seen. So that that's just a little message that came out as I was shuffling. But um, And that works really well with the last verse that I really want to talk about today, which is 2 Corinthians 10.5. And that says, We demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. I wanted to end on this verse because I feel like this is just a very powerful verse and a reminder. We are in control of our own thoughts. And like, listen, I'm not saying that uh, mental health is not real. Please don't take that from what I'm saying here. Because some of us do have chemical imbalances that make us feel and think a certain way. But what I am saying is that we have the option to after we have a thought about how horrible we are and how much we suck and how much, you know, like this, that, and the third, we have the option to follow that thought up, up with, you know, but I am really good at math or I am really good at um, reading tarot cards or I am really good at, you know, doing my hair or just any little thing that you like about yourself. And that right there takes the thought captive to Christ. So the way that this is applicable with fear in our faith is whenever you have a thought about how um, scared you are of God or how much fear you have within your faith or, you know, like if you're somebody who obsesses about like, you know, oh, am I doing the right thing? I think I'm going to go to hell. If that's like something that goes in your head a lot, you know, take that thought captive to Christ and say, yeah, the church told me that, but I know Romans um, 8, or 8, 38, through 39 where it says that there's nothing in all of creation that could separate from the love that is that is Jesus Christ you know so combat every single one of those thoughts for every thought that you have oh my gosh I just dropped the hangman hello Jesus um again another card that's just telling you to let go and to surrender surrender your faith to him stop fearing him he does not want to be feared he wants to be loved he's perfect love um, and that's really it. That's, that's how 
I take those thoughts captive to Christ. I, you know, it's not that I don't experience self-doubt. It's not that I don't experience, you know, the um, aftermaths of recovering from mental illness. Like, it's not that I don't feel that kind of stuff. It's just that I can, after having a really horrible thought about myself, I can come back at it and say, hey, I know that, you know, this, that, and the third is true about myself. I... I like who I am. You know, I think I have a cool personality. I, um, I, I like my hair. I think it's pretty full and it's cool. Um, I, I like my voice. I like how raspy it is. Um, you know, so I can, I can pick out a few things of myself that even when I'm having these really hard, difficult days, um, I can make those thoughts captive to Christ by combating them with some other thoughts about myself. And same goes for the fear, you know. So every once in a while, the evangelicals will get to me and I'll question, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I really serving God? Am I really honoring him? So I can come back at that with, you know, like, Right now, the only reason I'm afraid is because I'm afraid of being punished. And in 1 John 4.18, it tells me that there's no fear in perfect love. And the only reason I'm fearing is, is being punished. So I need to let go of that. Or, you know, if I am um, fearing not making the bills in a month, you know, I, I, I say to myself, hey, you know, that's okay. It's okay to worry. But in Matthew 6, Jesus tells us not to worry about those things because they'll always be provided. Just what we need will be provided. Um... So I try to combat every single thought that I have with another. And I know that this is not a cure. I, I'm not saying that it's going to cure your depression overnight. But it is a better way of looking at yourself. And it's a better way of cultivating joy and cultivating less fear within your faith. And having your practice really be, um, have, have really have a firm foundation of confidence and love. Versus the fear that the church likes to spread around. So that was this week's episode. I hope that it was helpful for you. I hope that this episode helps to deconstruct a little bit of the fear that's in your faith. This was a really good one for me to talk through, especially during this time. I just think I needed a reminder of all these verses um, and to connect more with, with Jesus without the fear. So with that, this is the last episode of season one. Please follow along on TikTok. I have my TikTok is Lena the Jesus Witch or the Jesus Witch Podcast on TikTok. Um, then you could just find me on Instagram, the same handles. Please follow both of those to stay up to date for when season two is going to come. You could also join our free Discord community. Um to just come hang hang out with some awesome christian witches it's a great place to be um and some people in there aren't christian witches and they're just curious about our craft and stuff like that so it's just a chill place to find some cool people create community and you know like just hang simply just hang like that's that's the gist of it <laughs> you could also support this show and the creation of season two by donating to paypal.me slash the jesus witch podcast or the jesus witch podcast on cash app or shop in my etsy store which like i said before um we're having a 10 percent off site-wide sale until the end of february so this is like the last day of february i think um when, when this is being posted, so you still have time to go and snag some stuff on sale if you want to grab it. Um, but yeah, I, I also want to be clear, um, and I shared this in our Discord community, um, now with what's going on in Russia and the Ukraine, um, 
I'm going to be donating 10% of the revenue that I make from the podcast, from my Etsy store, from buying oils with me, from anything, any sort of money that I make online to humanitarian efforts within Ukraine to help their citizens and help children and and get medical attention and supplies over there. Um, I will leave the link in the show notes page to an awesome card info um, that some people in the Ukraine have put together to help people outside of the Ukraine know how we can help this situation. But before this specific issue, I was donating at least 10% of what I was making to different organizations, to my local food bank, um, to this one TikToker. Her name is Stella, and she makes these period packs. They're called Stella's Kits. She makes them for homeless people, so I was donating to her as well um, because I felt like it's really important that if I'm going to make money by being a Jesus witch, that I need to be like Jesus and also be giving. So I feel like Ukraine really needs our help. So during this time, I'm going to be donating anything that I get, the at least 10% of anything that I get um, to humanitarian efforts in the Ukraine. So if you'd like to donate to help support me and then also know that part of your donation to me is going to the Ukraine and to help people there, um, that would be like, it's like a win-win-win for everybody. But anyway... Um, season two will launch when it launches. <laughs> I'm thinking mid-March right now. Um, I want to get a few episodes recorded before I start to release it. So anyway, I'm going to stop recording this episode and start, uh, recording season two. So, uh, I'll catch you on the flippity flip. See you for season two. Thank you guys so much for an awesome season one. Um, yeah, you guys have blessed me beyond measure. This this podcast is, has been insane. Just the, the outreach and the amount of people that I've, it's connected me with and, like, the amount of people who have, like, said that this has been really helpful, helpful to them is, like, just, it's insane. Um, but anyway, let's talk about today's verse of the day. Day, 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 day. So today's verse of the day is Mark... 15 sorry mark 16 15 and it says and then he told them go into the world and preach the good news to everyone just preach the love of god to everyone preach how this type of faith has freed you and how you don't have fear in your faith anymore so anyway thanks for hanging out and i will see you for season two bye